Hi everybody, it's Dean, and I'm here in my library with my friend Brandon. Hey man. And uh, thank you for doing this. Yeah, feels this good to be back. This is season three, right? Yeah, We're getting three. close to the end of season three. We are. Do we have one more episode, We have perhaps? two more. Two this more. Is, uh, see, this is episode nine, and I hope that you've been... I hope you're a subscriber and yeah. not just a casual... Man, you get the most out of us if you're if you're intentional about it. You get most out of almost anything if you're more intentional about it. Yeah. Today we're going to talk about uh, commitment issues. I think I guess it's been our most talked about episode. Yeah, in season three, people loved the first episode right. that we did on commitment issues. Yeah. So we thought about bringing it back. Right. For uh, a part two, maybe expand a little bit on commitment the struggle of commitment but also kind of diving into maybe some personal stories or yeah you almost wonder uh if people even know what the word commitment means anymore right because i've done you know god only knows how many weddings and every one you say promise now right till death do us part promise promise or whatever and uh and, and and clearly somebody in that equation didn't mean it right like committed like all in yeah it's like um till till i disagree right or till it's painful or yeah whatever yeah that's why it's so interesting that that initial um liturgy i guess that's the word or ceremony you you kind of the classic marital vow mm-hmm. is goes into the some things it says in sickness and in health right uh for richer, richer for poor. poorer yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because they're trying to clarify mm-hmm. commitment la- yeah. la- our last episode with with my neighbor rick yeah that was great the, by the pilot way. you know when he's talking about at some point if you're gonna get flight yeah this is it's commitment like in an airplane the commitment is full throttle right. but commitment in the ministry like we're both mm-hmm. pastors how yeah. many people do you know that they say when you're talking to them oh i i thought i was going to be a pastor i had a call into the ministry right. something happened at summer camp but Really, when it comes right down to it, they never push the throttle in. Like yeah. I'm, in, I'm in. I'm yeah. committed. God spoke. Yeah, absolutely. There's been yeah, plenty of people that have committed to doing anything. You know, I know the start of this was marriage relationships, but when you think about it, it's really life. It's yes. Commitment. If you if you were to follow the trail backwards, right, right, you probably found at some point in your life, seven, eight, nine, twelve, fifteen, sixteen, eight, wherever, you stopped committing to something because of some level of pain, frustration, yes. difficulty. My son, I always have stories with my son, he's five, because everything is a challenge to him. Because he's small, he's short, yes. he's not fast enough, he's not tall enough, right. he, he doesn't have the big enough hands, everything. <clears throat> and because I understand the value of committing to something through it, I, in moments where he he can't, you know, tie his shoe, he has two choices. He can say, "I can't," or he can say, "It's difficult." Mm-hmm. And this has been a little tagline I've tried to live by pretty much my whole life because I found myself slipping into moments like, "I can't get through this." Anymore. Right, and can't can't turns the engine off. Can't can't. Yeah, can't causes you to just evacuate. Yeah, that's turning the car off, pulling the pulling the keys, and walking yeah. away. And 
But difficult just means I, this. I gotta find another solution. I gotta ask for help. I gotta figure it out. Mm-hmm. I gotta stay committed right. to find something to bring resolve to the situation. Right, right. And I think that's the harder choice, uh-huh. but it's the most rewarding choice on the other side of it. <clears throat> when I went to Bible college, bro, there was a whole floor, two people per room. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I was on the 500, what they called the 500 floor at, at uh, Christian University here. Okay. And um, I can think of two dudes that yeah. are still in the ministry. Wow. This is like rooms, uh, you know, multiple rooms. Yeah. Two people per room. Yeah. I can think of two other guys <laughs> that are still doing this. Because they just didn't Cause, have. Because at some point, instead of saying it, this is difficult, yeah, yeah, they true. said I can't, yeah, I can't do it. I can't put up with people. I can't, I can't. This is too much stress. Right. Can I say something about stress, bro? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I, I'll float this out to you. I'm sure. not sure I've ever said this to you, but I, I've I've said it and taught it to other people. I think we adopted the word stress in the 60s, 50s, and 60s. We borrowed that from engineering. Okay. Because of the tension. Yeah. A a bridge has stress. Okay, yes. A bridge. Have we talked about this before? Yeah. But a bridge, you know, uh, the the engineers look at that and say, it can handle, you know, uh, two tons or four tons or 100 tons worth of weight on it. And somebody, I don't know who, took that thing and said, Brandon can only handle X amount of stress. But reality is, Brandon's not a bridge. You're a dynamic human being. Right. And you can release stress by prayer. Sure. By pulling in a partner. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when we say we can't, it's because we bought a lie that says, this is too much for me. Yeah. This is too much stress. Having kids is too much stress or having a job is too much stress. And if you think like that, that I I believe that's a myth. Mm -hmm. I believe it's a myth. Mm -hmm. I believe human beings can do exceedingly abundantly more than they can ask or think that's a bible idea by the way this isn't just psychology right that you can if you're a partner with god you can do crazy things yeah absolutely i mean yeah but we don't commit because we believe a lie the lie is oh what if i fail well what if you fail so what yeah for most failures, it's just pride. Right. You know? You know, on the other side of that, I think, I think through words that people in this, this day and age are using, and, and to your point of stress, you talk about responsibility. Everybody wants responsibility. At least, okay, let me take that back. I don't know if everybody wants responsibility, but people who aspire to do great things understand that you have to take on responsibility in order to to get to where yeah. you're trying to go. Yeah. The problem is 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 we don't understand once what it takes to actually get the responsibility, so we bow out when things get tough. Right. Right, right. right. So I, I know I, I, I see that life and I, I admire that life and I like what they're doing and it's the dream that's in my heart that I wish would come to fruition. And it looks good on paper, it looks good on Instagram, it looks good on TV, but when the moment I have to bring on that responsibility, it becomes too stressful. Uh-huh. You know? It's too much. Which, if you kind of, if you kind of think about it, it, there's a difference to me in stress and capacity. I think 
everyone was born with different levels of what I would say exuberant capacity. Yeah. And there's a little saying that I've tried to live by that like anytime my capacity expands another another level another layer you get more power more more strength strength you get every time my capacity expands it actually forces me to be the person right. that God intended on me to be. This is you. You lift weights and work hard on on your physique. Well, like that. This is how that works. For sure. You you start out a weakling, and yeah. you go and you push yourself. Yeah. You lift more than you can. Right. You think you can lift. And over time. And you get sore. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. And you kind of you wait a day or two. Yeah. And then you, but what's actually happening, bro, is that muscle's ripping as right. it's ripping and tearing. It's building muscle. You're actually getting stronger. It only feels like it's destroying the muscle. Right. And it's uncomfortable and it's painful. But if you're going to be jacked, Absolutely. if you're going to have six pack abs, that ripping and tearing isn't breaking your body. Right. It's building your body. Yeah. And that's what responsibility does. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think people want, this is how I would rephrase what you just said. Okay. People want fame and power. Mm. What they don't realize is responsibility is the way. Yeah, that's great. Right? Yeah. So they, they're like, oh, I don't want responsibility. I'd love to be famous. Sure. I'd love to be rich. Well, yeah. I'd love to be the president. I'd love to be a congressman. Yeah, well, the path to fame and power and money and happiness right. in your marriage with your kids mm-hmm. as a leader in a business is res- the door knob is called responsibility. Mm. Mm-hmm. And to be the president, you have to take responsibility mm-hmm. and own stuff and make decisions. Mm-hmm. And to be rich, you have to take risks and buy stocks and properties. And right. Yeah. To do the things that no one's willing to do in order right. to get the results that no one has. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why uh, commitment issues, this is such a big thing because you're... Our lack of commitment is what's between us and the dream that we have. Yeah, because we think, well, because of the lack of commitment, it makes us feel comfortable. And and we want to be, we've created a generation of people that want to be comfortable in the moment. Right. And, and not have to work their way through things in the moment to be comfortable. Not even at the end, to be comfortable at... Uh, at the at the latter end, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we would rather be more comfortable in the first ten years than more comfortable for the last thirty five, uh-huh. and that's the problem with yes. a generation growing up right now. I think now. so, and I mean, I think I think this world is trying to sell it to you. I saw an ad for a thing that said if you put this belt on. <laughs> You know, it's going to give you six-pack abs because yeah. it's got this thing. You don't really have to work at it. Yeah. Just and I'm like, I, I want it to, Brandon, I want it so desperately to be so. <laughs> but in my head, I know that's not so. Yeah. If there's two of us sitting here and you worked out, did sit-ups, push-ups, lifted weights. Yeah. Today, you're sore and I'm not. Sure. Who feels better? Well, I feel better. Right now. Right now. Yeah. But I look good. But you look good, and you're getting stronger. And my comfort sure. is actually yeah. decline and decay. Do you think people have different levels of pain tolerance? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to train yourself. If you're going to lift, right? You don't lift 400 pounds in day one. Sure. 
So it's a it's a muscle. The the tolerance is a muscle right. that's been stretched and broken over time. I, and sometimes people get scared off by somebody else's outcome when they go like, "Do you are you saying you read your Bible every day? Don't don't focus on that. Mm-hmm. That's not the point. Right. I have a muscle. Mm-hmm. It's called my spiritual muscle. is is stronger than most. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been working that thing for decades. You know. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I just think there's so many people. You know, I. I just think of people in my head right now and, and this, this, such greatness, such greatness inside of them and outside of them with uh-huh. opportunity, but it's that commitment. It's yeah. that, it's that resilience. And I don't know. I mean, I know commitment issues and this is commitment issues part two, but it seems like the thread that we're communicating is, is perseverance, is resilience is yeah an under a tolerance to to be uncomfortable to, to be uncomfortable to keep yeah. going man i think it's important you know this is why I, I i talked last week about you know i push i learned how to ride a motorcycle mm-hmm. 15 years ago i decided i was going to learn how to fly a plane cuz at some point i've done a bunch of stuff right i've traveled to a bunch of countries I try, I, every once in a while, I get in my head, it's time to build a new muscle. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's time, it's time to, you know, and then you run across some friend who's a pilot or whatever, and you yep. say, man, I would be, as, as soon as I knew, I had the thought to myself, I, that would be so scary to be up in a plane and be responsible. Right. For crash, and I thought, okay, the fear, the fear for me at this season of my life, yep. not, not the same for everybody. But at this season of my life, Brandon, the fact that I was afraid huh. was the reason I knew I had to commit to it. Yeah. And I could, uh, so to me, commitment looked like call the school, mm-hmm. book, pay, uh, pay for three lessons mm-hmm. right now. Right. Here, here's you know, 150 bucks a lesson. Here's three lessons. I'm, I, I'm committed now. Yeah. I've got to go. Yeah. I've, got, I've paid for it. Right. I've got money in it. And then and then for me, one of the ways I manage my commitments is if I want to be, I know I want you to think better of me. Mm-hmm. So if I say it out loud to you, mm-hmm. I know you're going to say, oh, are you still doing the flying lessons? Right, I'm, yeah. I'm committed to me. So I've got money in it. I've got my pride in it. Yeah. I say it to you. So I'm forcing myself yeah. to do it. Yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, there's so many things. I, when you even when you say that, I I said to myself. I mean, for the years that I've been toying around with a book to try to write, you know. Yeah. And and you said, I mean, I probably every two weeks you're like, just get it out there, get it out there. Get, you know, there's this thing that just holds you back, and you and you wonder, you know, you say to yourself, you know, what's in there. Yeah. It just it just takes time to to produce it, yeah. and bring it out. Yeah. On my phone right now, I, I what I did maybe six months ago was I made a list of every city that I had visited that made an impression on me. There's like twenty. Yeah, cool. Kiev and Istanbul and Cape Town and and then I made I went through those cities and I'm trying to think of one story mm-hmm. that defined mm-hmm. that my, that trip. And because I'm, I want to get a book, but I've got it. I have to give myself an outline. And then yesterday, I looked at that outline on my phone, mm-hmm. and I thought to myself, I've only done three cities. I've mm-hmm. only done two or three, mm-hmm. you know. 
So now I'm going to have to every week, every time I made a commitment to myself, every time that I start writing something else, you know, write a letter, write an email or whatever, mm -hmm. I'm going to take a moment and try to start dictating mm. a story about what happened in Istanbul yeah. or what happened in this. Because yeah. I, I got to get it out. I got to get it out, bro. Yeah. And you said something really important there, and I don't know if the listeners might have picked up on it, but you said, I made a commitment to myself. Yeah. Don't you think that that's where it kind of starts? I think self-esteem, years ago, there's a book in this, maybe I've already said this once, but somewhere in this library, there's a book called The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. Mm -hmm. And the first pillar is, you have to make promises and keep them. Mm -hmm. And... If I say to you, Brandon, I'm going to give you $100, mm -hmm. and we're going to go to lunch. If I don't keep that promise, you don't believe in me. Yeah, you start to think, yeah, for sure. But if I say that to myself, I start to not believe it in myself. Mm -hmm. you're, out, you're inside yourself, and you're outside yourself. And so you say, gosh, I'm not going to eat carbs. And then you pound a thing of Oreos or something. Yeah. You don't believe in you. Right. Yeah. And the only way out of that, Brandon, is to keep your promise. Yeah. You've got to make promises and keep them. Yeah. There's something that even the Bible even says uh, in that is to let your yes be yes. Mm -hmm. Right? That's right. And your no be no. Mean it. Yeah. To mean what you say. For, and say and sometimes mean. we don't realize that's not for Abe. Right. You know, Abe's our helper and helps produce all of these. But uh, it's not just for him. Yeah. It's for me. Right. Like, yeah, we're going to do the podcast. When? Friday, 9 o'clock. i, I got to be there. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. I'm yeah. going to be there. Yeah. There's like all these little practicals that, that you, you know, you just said right there. You know, put it in your calendar. Write it down. Tell, tell other people. Uh -huh. and, and helping people who maybe deal with commitment issues. Maybe it's, maybe it's to themselves. Maybe it's to a dream. Maybe it's to a spouse. Maybe it's to... Uh, I don't know, many other situations. What would be a couple takeaways that we could give people today that would say, okay, this is where you should start. Yeah. S start start here. I mean, we've listed a few, but maybe we could expound on it just for a second. Well, you know, we I, I would say basically. start small. That's, okay. if, uh, I, years ago, I heard a guy named uh, Jim Rohn, and he used to say, if you're going to lose weight, start with, an apple a day. Mm, good. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's sure. like, because you want to be like, I'm not going to eat another carb the rest of my life. I'm never going to have another cookie. Well, gosh, that's like mm -hmm. lifting Mount Everest. Right. But do one thing, small act of kindness to your body. Mm, yeah. That's why uh, well, I do a daily devotional. Some people receive it. Mm -hmm. Watch this. And I mean, it's a. I tell people it's a vitamin. This is not. This is not systematic theology. Right. It's not even a breakfast. Yeah. I, I give. I just give you like the smallest possible thing that'll be good for your soul. Mm -hmm. You know, and because uh, I think starting small is huge. Yeah. If it's easy to do, Jim Rohn said, it's also easy not to do. Huh. So you have to pick something easy and do it. You know, yeah, and and to just take that small step and then turn a small step into a big step. Yeah, that's where I would start. I don't know where. What would you say? 
Well, I think you gave practicals, and I, I agree with all of them. I think for me, like, something has to start from the inside for me. Um, I try to find things to motivate me. You know, I try to find... I try to find things that, you know, I like to live beyond what people think I can do. So naysayers in some way are self-motivation for me. So I try to find things on the outside to motivate the inside of me. So, you know, I think about a situation where maybe I shouldn't be where I am today and no one thought that. that Somebody said you couldn't do it. Those types of thoughts, you know, motivate me in the moment Mm -hmm. to... To, to at least it, it's like a kickstart, you know. Now th- that kickstart doesn't doesn't keep you going, right. but at least get, at least jumps you on it. Um, and I want to be a great man, right? And every time I think about not committing, giving up, yes. not persevering, not being resilient, yeah, I think there's too many people that need me. Yeah. There's too many people that that need what I have. Yes, yes. And that that yes. just keeps me going, you know? Yeah. I want to be a great man. I think that's I think great. That's what I love I love that, Brandon. Yeah. And I would just say this, you know, I had a buddy who was thinking about should I do the vaccine or should uh, well, this isn't a vaccine talk. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I said, Well, did you do it? And he said, Yeah, I did it. I said, Well, what finally made it made you decide to do it? Yeah. And he said, Well, uh, I had a buddy say, Kevin, uh, too many people need you. Wow. And so that was for that him. Was for him. It was like, oh, yeah, people need me. Kind of what you were saying. Yeah, like, absolutely. My kids, shepherd and truly, need you to be a great man. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, now I'm like on another layer in that I've got grandkids coming. My kids are kind of doing great. Yeah. And they're set. And they're yeah. they're living their own life. They're autonomous from me. Mm-hmm. But I know there's a third wave coming for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to be healthy enough to be there for my grandson's graduation. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need at least 18 more years. i got to take care of this body enough to last me two more decades. Yeah. I think I said this. My wife asked me a question one time. I don't know how much time we have left, but it made me think about this. My wife asked me a question one time. She goes, What's the, what do you think is the biggest difference between you and everyone else? And I said, well, I don't know if there's much difference in me and everyone else except for the fact that I'll just outlast you. I just will figure out a, I will figure out a way to just yeah. outlast you, to outlast them. You believe that about yourself. I believe that about myself. Oh, that's good. I'm, I may not be winning yeah. right now. Right. I may not even be looked at right now. Yeah. I may not even – right. I may be out. Right. But you're not quitting. But I'll get back in. I love that. And let, let's end with this. What I, what he just gave you was an affirmation, something he believed about himself. Right. I would write, I have three or four affirmations that I write. I try to write them every day. I don't. But, uh, that, uh, but those affirmations are in my head. I've written them out enough that they're in my heart. Mm-hmm. Get some affirmations about yourself. And then get some goals. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. commitment just starts with, oh, sure. where am I headed? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, thank you for watching. Yeah. Thanks for being a part. Subscribe on YouTube or Apple Podcasts and share, share, share. You know three people. You know three people that need this. Even if they listen to five minutes of the 30, yeah, it'll be good for them. So this is sign language. All right. It means I love you. <laughs>